I finally got the wheel on episode 93. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Helping you keep your finger firmly pressed on the decking industry, the people in it, and the information you need to master the backyard. And now, and now host of the Ultimate Deck Podcast, Wade Chapman. Wade, Wade Laurent is the host of this one today. All right, so here we are, episode 93. Shane is gone to the mountains. He's gone. He's having an awesome holiday vacation. Yeah. That's a, a Canadian-US thing as well, right? Holiday and vacation? Yeah, yeah. So so Shane's having a great vacation. Uh, I can tell because he posts every picture he's taken <laughs> since he left. Yeah, and he takes a lot of pictures. Holy smokes. Videos, man. pictures. <laughs> It's so good. I hope he catches the travel bug so bad when he gets back. So he's gone for 14 days? No, I just like, the guy needs to take more vacation oh, oh, time. Oh, okay. That's that that kind of travel bug, not right? Yeah, yeah. No, COVID. no, no. No, no, no. Not the COVID bug. Nobody, nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some people I would like to get it, but nobody wants COVID. Nobody right? wants it. Yeah. So anyways, I just hope that he's like, yeah, enjoyed his time. He has been really good about not talking to me very much. Like we've only texted a few times. So. Well, that's got to be hard for him. Yep. It probably is. Um, so what's going on? You're in on a Saturday. I'm in on a Saturday. This and is your idea. I'm behind the table. Yeah. Were you nervous? No. I was nervous. Not with you. I was nervous last night. I was like, oh man, this is like my whole own show. Am I going to remember <laughs> how to do all of this? Especially with the amazing trailer that I put together yeah. for you. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and was like, what time is it? Should I go to the shop now and start getting ready? and <laughs> Prepping for today's yeah, podcast. And then I'm... And then I'm a uh, half hour late from what I told everybody. I woke up at three. That's probably why. So that's why. Um, this episode is based off of an Instagram live story that we put up, and my buddy Rob from Inlight always hashtags uh, hashtag WWWD, and it stands for What Would Wade Do? What would Wade do? And so we're finding out right now. Bryce and I were chatting on, was it Tuesday or Wednesday? And I was like, what are we going to do for the podcast this week? We should do one. And then I said, well, I'll run it. Why don't we do what would Wade do? (laughs) Find out what people. So here we are. So we have 11 people in. We got 20 some questions built. I think we have the most Instagram questions we've ever got, (laughs) by the way. There's quite a few. Yeah. Um, And so we'll just get started on that. What did you do yesterday? Did you do anything fun? I edited videos all day Ugh. for the Ultimate Tech Shop. Boring. Yeah. And I found the worldly news because <gasps> we have to do that. Now we'll do the worldly news. Um, I'm working on something very, very big, <laughs> very important. You're going to be very proud. It's the worldly news. <laughs> well, that was uh, almost didn't work. Almost didn't work. <laughs> almost didn't work. I don't know why that thing's turned off. I, should just stay I, there. I think it's because so you don't hit the sound effects. Yep. Not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first worldly news is poop transplant cures man's drunkenness disease. What? So, a poop transplant? Yeah. So this guy had a disease called auto brewer brewery syndrome. Auto brewery syndrome. And it's a rare condition that involves... Too much bacteria in your gut, and it makes you drunk. Wow. Randomly. Maybe that's what I have. 
you're just always drunk. Maybe I have auto brewery disease. I think, no, I think you just spend too much time yep. at the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> auto brewery disease. Auto brewery. I'm going with it. I'm going to run that for a while. Driving to the brewery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so he had a poop transplant. They took out, they gave him an enema, and then they put someone else's poop his, oh, that's so in his intestines. And then, so that worked. And it works because it like grew new bacteria. And so stuff. how long do you, sorry, not long, not how long. How often do you think you have to do this? Like, yeah. would this be a monthly thing he would have to get it? Because if the gut, like if his gut health is off. Yeah. You don't just get like, you don't take one enzyme and then all of a sudden have good gut health. Well, apparently with this you do. That's good. He had a recent follow-up after 34 months. Well, that's really good. And everything was fine. Yep. Okay. So if you had to do it once every three years, that would be okay. His 22-year-old daughter donated. Her poop. Her poop. This is disgusting. The next one is... (laughs) Yeah, exactly, Westrom. You're right. What an awful topic. (laughs) My morning coffee. Anybody else have peanut butter and toast this morning? Factory malfunction causes chocolate rain in Switzerland. Now that, <laughs> that's perfect. So the chocolate factory for Lint in uh, Switzerland. L-I-N-D-T. And Spru- Spreng- Sprengli. Oh, I'm not the speller guy. That's yeah. for sure. You're the speller guy. Nope. That's where you sit. You sit here. You spell things. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. Um, there was a ventilation system malfunction, which caused... Chocolate powder to rain all <laughs> over. <laughs> oh, man. That is so good. I would be like, yep, I'd be covered in chocolate. I'd be like, ah! oh, yeah. I but apparently chocolate. it causes a lot of damage. Sure. Because you had cocoa powder all over your car Everywhere. and your house and yep. covered the whole town. Yeah. Good, but not good. Good, but not good. Last one. <laughs> then we can, get to, we can get to the real content. Yes. Content. Are you a cat or a dog guy? Dog guy. Oh, perfect. The new dating app that will only match you with people who love dogs. Yeah, that's probably a smart thing. You think? Cats are awful. Nobody likes cats. I feel like if you're a cat person, you don't date anybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have dating same, app for cat people. You have the same personality as the cat. Yeah. You're you, just like, meh, I'll, like, I'll do what I want when I want. Yeah. I'm not really interested in... No, I'm not interested in other people. On I'll just my get terms. more cats. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, definitely a dog <laughs> person. So precision <laughs> construction. I know. <laughs> they just yeah, okay. they're on fire over there. So, I the reason I like dogs is they're they're fiercely loyal. Yep. And so, if a dog is you're like, if you've bonded with a dog and you are whatever, you're in your house and you die of a heart attack and you're laying on the ground, mm-hmm. the dog will lay with you until someone comes or, or eventually they just give up and leave. Mm. If you die in a house and you have a cat, it will eat you to survive. Yes. And that, like, that is it. That's the defining, like... The cat only looks out for itself, and the dog looks out for you. And so you think the kind of people that get cats are the kind of people that would eat other people to, to survive? stay alive. I don't know that. 
I don't know that cat people are cats. I just like, I know that the reason I like dogs right. is my... So you'd rather date Mac someone with a dog? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's because, maybe it's because they value loyalty. Yeah. Instead of independence. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways. Um... Okay, what do we have? We had a couple of we had a couple of comments. Do we want to actually talk about? Do you you want to talk about some of them? I don't know. Brown Cody joined. That's funny. What? No hat? Oh yeah, you're really messing up sitting in that chair. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we don't have hats. I thought I would uh, show off the old silver fox. Salt and pepper. Awesome topic with my morning coffee. I guess this is kind of related to Dex. Yeah. <laughs> There's some real deck questions, by the way, some, coming up. Some shitty things going on. Uh, thanks. I'm having McDonald's breakfast. And then Scott's <laughs> redefines packing your stuff. Brown theme today. Lumberjacks. It's happy to see Bryce on the camera. Yeah. We have 10 people at 8 o'clock in the morning okay. on Saturday without Shane. What are we doing? Let's. Start. What would Wade do? What would Wade do? So the questions in order that I read them, uh, Mike from Simcoe Dex is... You can use your question button. Well, I have them written down. Uh, do you want me to use this question button because then it takes them away? Yeah. Steel. So... <laughs> steel part three. Steel part three. I... Like, there's going to be a steel part three. Oh, 100%. At no point in this venture, this business, have I been as excited about trying to, like, get something really going, mm-hmm. right? Like, when we first started the store, I was pretty pumped to, to start the store, to get the idea of to sell decks. the ultimate deck shop, to have, like, a boutique lumber yard in Saskatchewan. I've never heard of it being called a boutique lumber yard. I love that. Yeah, that's like that's essentially it, right? Yeah. And so we wanted to put that in Saskatchewan and I was super excited to do that. Um and then the other products that come is like there's new decking and new decking is great and new railing is great. But I'm never like I'm never wound up. I'm not talking to people on the golf course about it. You know right. what I mean? It's just yeah. like yeah, it's just decking. <laughs> yeah, it's just decking. But steel framing has me like triggered. Oh man, two hour podcast could have went three last time. Easy, and it Scott was super fell interesting. Asleep. Yeah, right. Sorry, Scott. Okay, so steel part three. Uh, I like that. There's some guys that are super pumped about this as well. Um, Kevin from NFDI, Mike from Simcoe. Like these guys are pumped, mm-hmm. and they're like they're on it. Um, I was at a golf tournament a couple weeks ago. I was visiting with a guy who's at uh, Westman Steel. I was talking to him about how we could manufacture some stuff. I'm talking to contractors around here about using it. So anyways, I'm like, Steel Part 3 will come. We're going to have to do something with it, though. I think we need to like, like we'll, shoot. Maybe we'll build one. Yeah. Right? I think we need to show it. And so, Simcoe, you could fly us out. Fly Bryce out, at least. And then he could record it all for you. Yeah. You'd go to Ontario, right? Yeah, no problem. It's not that scary. No, I'm not scared. Okay, so Steel Part 3 will come. It'll be great. It'll be super. I'm, I think Steel Decking, even from like my perspective, as someone who really hasn't been too knowledgeable about decks until the last three months, Yeah. until I've been shoved face first into it. Yeah, into a pile of 
deck boards. <laughs> right. Dial, yeah, deck boards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, all over the US. Like it Yep, live demo. So Simcoe says we should do a live demo. Scott from Precision Construction. Nothing but love, guys. The response is great. I'm talking to guys all over the US now. So that's good. Like I hope it blows up. It goes crazy. The West Coast later this year. We're in the middle. Yeah. You know where we are. You drove here. All right. Um, then the other one, then Mike Shaheen got into the beers and was asking some questions. <laughs> he went like back to back to back to back he to had, back. Yeah. He had one, one, two, got interrupted by Rob. Maybe they were drinking together. One, two, three, four, five in a row. So the first one, the first one was this one. I think it's really funny. Does it feel like your thumb is there sometimes? So no. It, no? No, it doesn't. You don't have the when phantom. I first cut it off, I had phantom itch. Yeah. And so uh, I wonder if maybe not everybody knows this. In 20... And we should talk about how you cut I it off. I think in 2013, I cut my thumb off in a table saw. Really? Cut half of my thumb off. Half of my left thumb was removed. I cut the knuckle in half. Uh, I was doing a plunge cut with a table saw. I was doing hardwood flooring and I was cutting a register vent out of a piece of hardwood flooring. And I dropped the board down. The saw blade came through the top of the board and then the board kicked back. My left thumb was behind the saw blade. The board kicked back. My hand went across the saw Ugh. and then it cut my thumb off. It was like fast. Yep. Fast. It didn't feel like it had been cut off. It felt like it was just cut with a utility knife. So then I was like, oh boy, that's really bad. I'm probably going to need stitches. And then I, you have to look at some point, right? You have to be like, You're like <laughs> I was yeah, absolutely, I was holding it. I'd curled it into the palm of my hand and was holding it and was like, oh boy, that's really bad. Uh, that's really, really bad. So then I opened it up and the blood squirted from the end of my thumb. And I was confused. It didn't make sense to me. You're like, where's my, where's the top? First, it didn't know what happened. It was just like it squirted. And I was like, that's the strangest thing. What, why? And then it squirted again. And I was like, oh, I know that your thumb's gone. You've cut your thumb off. And so it was like, oh, that's, that's I, even worse. You were by yourself? No, I had, there's a guy on Instagram that follows us once in a while. He shops in the store. His name is Paul. Paul builds things, I think is his handle on Instagram. Uh, he was working for me at the time. It was his third day. <laughs> I cut my thumb off. I walked into the house and he was, you know, he was doing a kitchen. We were doing a kitchen at the same time. So kitchen and hardwood flooring. So he was working on the cabinets. I was working on the floor. So I walked inside and was like, uh, Paul, I, I don't want you to panic, but you're going to have to take me to the hospital. I cut my thumb off. It's outside on the driveway. I want you to get like a wet paper towel and wrap it up and then put it on ice and we'll take it with us and we'll see if we can get it attached. <laughs> Your third day job, yep. picking up Wade's thumb. I pick up my thumb. It's like out here at the front by the garage door because it like I cut it and it hit the garage door behind me and stuff. It was, oh, man. It was messy. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I did all this and then I told him, I was like, I'm going to go sit down in the truck Yeah, because I might pass out. And if I do, I want to at least be in the vehicle so you can get me to the hospital. And he was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to call the ambulance. And I was like, don't call the ambulance. You're already here. And don't worry about it. It's, a th it's just a thumb. I've, I'm not bleeding. I've got it, like, controlled or compressed. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to die. But, we like, we should kind of 
efficiently get to the hospital because <laughs> it's off and I want it back on. Right. So I like tidy this up and put those tools away. And so then I got into the truck and I sat in the passenger seat of the truck with the window down. And that's when shock started. And I was like sweating. Was cold. Oh man, I was cold. I was cold and sweating. And I thought I was going to puke and I thought I was going to pass out. We were doing a hundred and I think we were doing a hundred and seven or a hundred and like 14 kilometers an hour down a 50 road. <laughs> We're flying to the hospital. And I looked over at him and was like, Paul, I do not want to die on the way to the hospital. With Lose half, your arm. Yeah. With like half a thumb cut off. This is not, this is not that bad. So we get to the hospital. We go in. I was like white as a sheet. I get onto the, um, I get onto the whatever table, just like emergency table. Right. And, and they didn't put me under anything. They were just going to sew my thumb up. Anyway, so thumbs on ice, shirts covered in blood. JJ walks in was like, hi, I'm here. Like, uh, my husband cut his thumb off. And they're like, oh, he's super pale. He's in that room. So in we go. And she describes it as like a movie out of a horror scene. So I'm like, my shirt's covered in blood, thumb on ice, <laughs> pale. And I'm Next like, to you. Oh, <laughs> right. So anyways, doctor's like, you cut your knuckle in half. The option is steel rod straight through. Oh. And your thumb like is permanently like stiff permanently forward, whatever out. Um, you'll never move it. You likely won't get feeling in it. Will you move it this way? Yeah. I would have been able to, I would have been able to bend things, but I wouldn't have bent it at the second knuckle. Right. So the main knuckle would have moved. But anyway, so he's telling me about this. I'm panicking. I'm like talking to JJ. I'm like, am I going to be able to play ball again? Am I going to be able to play golf, hockey, like all mm. of these things? What's happened? Um, and she was great. She was just like, calm, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Lots of people miss fingers. You'll, yeah. you'll figure it out, right? Um, so then the doctor was describing how he was going to fix it. And I was just like, what, is, what, what else is possible? And he's like, well, we could attach it. And then possibly you're back here in four or five days. And then we'll cut it off again. And I was like, nope, that's not <laughs> happening. One time I've cut my Leave it off. off. Yeah. And so I just said to him, I was like, what would you do? And he's like, I'm not actually allowed to advise you. I'm not allowed to tell you what to do because it's your body. Really? Mm -hmm. And so, which I respected because it is my body. Because it's your body. I'll decide. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, um, so then I said to him, I was like, dude, if I was at your house hanging doors for you or putting your cabinets in, I would have an opinion. I would tell you how I would want that done. Your job is to tell me. And tell me one like, of my options. I can't tell you, but... What I can say is that if it was my thumb, I would just stitch the end of it and learn how to use it like that. And I was like, good enough for me. Let's get done. it done. He threw three stitches in the end. One, two, three. And That's it? That was it. Cut it off at 3.30. I was home at 6.30, stitched up and done. Wow. So I had some phantom pains shortly after that. And I also had some itches, like it would itch. But where it would itch is on the inside of the knuckle. Right, and I couldn't scratch that because yeah. it was Gonzo, and so that was a, that was strange. Uh, I found that I missed a lot of things when I uh, would go to pick them up. I, I depth would, perception. Yeah, well, I just was so used to reaching a certain distance to grab things, and then that changed. Right, so right, that's so weird. Yeah, and so picking there's still two things that are really hard for me to do. Uh, it's really hard to pick up coins off a table. I have trouble with that regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's hard to do up buttons on a shirt. Mm. So, because they're small. Like so they're get less small. buttons. Yeah. So now I have Velcro shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So it doesn't feel like I have a thumb anymore. But they are they're talking about uh steel decking. Still. Still. Guys. Guys. Part three part three's coming. It's not here. Okay, okay. Uh holy smokes. Yeah, I know. They're talking about like stocking uh stocking steel. Did Carly commit to this? Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, West Coast later this year. Yeah, the drive out here is a gorgeous drive. Uh, we just need a distributor to stock steel framing out here. So, Carly, um, there it is. There, it is stocked in Calgary, so it's not super far from us. We can get it pretty fast. Uh, Lone Star Masonry, send us some gear. That's you know what? We've had some people talk about... Um, actually creating some gear and then trying to sell it. I don't know that I love the idea of selling. Selling what? Just merch. Oh, okay. So here's what I can tell you, Lone Star Masonry. <clears throat> Almost everybody that purchases something from us online gets some sort of swag. Mm. Not always, but like make it a good purchase and then you'll see what happens. Um, I don't think stocking steel systems is the way to go. So Simcoe now is ready to run lumberyards. <laughs> As Scott pointed out, sourcing your own will open up so many more possibilities and actually work out cheaper. And yep, I think he's right. Carly. Oh, no. Oh, what'd you do? What you this is why, this is why I sit on that side of the table. There you go. Carly has a point. If retailers did stock some sort of standard length. Yep. That's right. I, I believe there is a, there's a, you got to read the question though. So people on the podcast know what you're saying. Well, I did, didn't I? No, didn't you I said uh, Carly has a point though. And then Carly has a point though. If retailers did stock some standard lengths, the convenience would help, would likely help guys switch. And so I agree with Scott on this. I think there is, I think there's some standard sizes that you should stock. I believe that the ledger product should likely be stocked. Um, and then if you did just 12s and 16s or something like that, you know, if you if you did an 18 gauge mm -hmm. steel with a ledger connection, some of the hardware, some like the hangers and stuff, and then 12s and 16s. N not the systems, just the light gauge? Just light gauge. Yeah. yeah. Right? Just put it on the ground and then people will talk about it. Treat it like lumber. For a couple reasons. One, as a lumber, you're, you're not in with huge overhead mm -hmm. at that point, right? It's a little, you know, there's less product cost on the ground so you don't have to worry about carrying costs and stuff um yeah i just i i think that if it's actually going to take off like we want it to take off lumber yards have to have it on the ground oh okay, it's got to be here people got to see it and think of it yeah and it's weather resistant yep and i also think that stocking it is a good thing mike because when you're in the process of building a deck if you're one or two joy short you don't want to wait a few days you want to be able to rip in and pick it up so because you could rip in and pick up a two by ten so you need to all be, you also need to be able to pick up this. Uh, what's the difference? Can't walk in and get PT anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't get pressure treated anywhere anymore. So uh, don't underestimate the power of familiarity. That is true. If the suppliers don't have it available, it's that the suppliers don't have it available for the retailer. Uh, yeah, it kind of it, it kind of is available. So it's a little bit tricky. Um. Oh, and Mike, as of last week, I'm buying steel at 20 to 30% less than KDAT. So kiln dried treated lumber. Mm. Where at Carly? That's it in here. Carly works at the Ultimate Deck Shop in Saskatoon. 
A little further north. A little further north. We've got our own steel side podcast going. Oh, Simcoe's running a podcast. Carly, look at all this stuff. Yeah, I know. They just started. How the heck do you pick ball mark on the... <laughs> how the heck do you pick up a ball mark on the green? Looking forward to finding out. So I use my right hand because I still have my thumb on my right hand. Simcoe's opening a steel store. You guys starting to get Cortex. <clears throat> oh, oh yeah, you started because of Cortex. He's going to start it because of steel. So there you go. That's it. Simcoe is going to open a store. Call it the ultimate steel store. <laughs> Mike Shaheen with the thumb. Um, Mike's next question was a really good one. I This this it, was a great one. This is like six-parter. Oh, okay. not that one. This one. What is my dream deck? So the top choice, one structure, two decking, three railing. So I've thought about this one quite a bit. Um, I think that if I'm just selling it, like I'm, I'm just selling it so that somebody else can build it and use it and mm-hmm. have all, all of uh, the enjoyment out of it. I believe that it would... St- it would be a steel frame. I think I'm fully sold on that. I Regardless of the size, though? But it's my dream deck. Oh, it's your dream deck. Sorry. So he didn't ask about size on there, but I do believe that, like, just to... Like, if I was going to build it for my own house, I guess, this is hard to know. But if I'm selling a dream deck to somebody, it's about 600 square feet. Yeah. If I'm doing it on my own place, it's probably not quite that big i don't entertain on my deck as much as as you would think um owning a deck store yeah that's right i i would probably do 400 square feet mm-hmm. something like that It'd be a, like it would be a, a an okay size i think i'm full sold on steel i believe that i would ah. do that um Right now, today, the deck board I would use is probably the Decorator's Voyage line mm. because of the expansion contraction. Like this one? Yeah. Yeah. Just just because of the expansion and contraction, I know that like other boards have great traction and some other ones like Trex's Transcend line has incredible durability. Um, the colors on... Trex's transcend line. It's unbelievable. They're crazy. Right? They're so good. Yeah. But just the fact that this one moves less, I think is, is appealing to me. Mm. Uh, Cause I like miters. So you want that design functionality. So, yeah. So I'd probably mess with that. Um, I'm not super sold on the multi widths. I don't love the three inch and the seven inch and all that stuff. I like pretty traditional in the five and a half inch boards. That's good. But would you dark slate the order? Yeah, I'd probably even do an inlay of some kind. Mm. It depends what color my house was. Right now, I really, really, really like Costa and Kaya. Mm. And I think that would go with my house really good. But if I did a house that was grays and steels and yeah, Tundra and Dark Slate, I would have a huge accent against that. So um, that takes care of that and that. Uh, And the railing, boy, I think this is because it's the unknown but I just watched a story from uh, Stan with Level Home Improvements, and I've had a I've been mad crushing on Westbury Rail for years. It it's not in Canada. Yet. I've seen it at lots of shows, and it's just like the distribution for us is a little bit tricky because we could purchase it, but we'd have to buy it 
like well direct from them. Well, we'd have to buy it direct from Westbury. And then what happens is you have to buy such volume of it to make it worthwhile. And then if you were short, like one stair bracket or one post, then you have to order another like 40 or $50,000 worth of product Mm. to get it here. So having a two-step distributor is unfortunate in the fact that you can't make more money, but it's really convenient in like, so Canwell stocks century rail, we can just bomb over there and pick up one rail if we're short if you rail. need it yeah so there's a trade-off to that right the distribution part of it um do you do you think that if uh you were to purchase some one year make that leap you'd it'd be the same thing like your theory with steel that you would get it getting it on the ground here would just make no, it take off i don't think so because i don't think it's any different like it's not different enough oh, okay. between the other aluminum systems that we have it's it's not different enough that people would gravitate walk in here and flock to it right but i just i like some of the rail systems that they have so how the pickets interlock i like some of their connections i yeah i like the shape of the the rail so three and a half foot is the perfect cocktail rail from precision construction so that's it i don't know i i also really like composite railing but I just, it's not strong enough. I, every one that I've ever done is like, they're shaky and they're, they creak a bunch. And what about steel? Well, it's like aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> aluminum is kind of steel, right? Yeah, I it's know. just like, you don't have to deal with it. So anyways, that was a good one from Mike. Steel framing, decorators, and then maybe Westbury rail. Back to the questions. They just started talking about steel again. Or maybe, maybe the one we just built. Yeah, and then a cocktail rail, precision. The three and a half inch is perfect for cocktail rail. Oh, and that would he would be referring to the deck board on that one, right? That's why you oh, want to okay. use a three and a half inch because then when you butt up to the post or you get to the end of a post, you don't have it being wider than the post. So be good. LED light guy. Most LED light guy asked me. What are you most excited about doing that you know Shane would not approve of? <laughs> the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably rattled that I was doing the podcast. He might not be. He might be like, oh, that's important for the business. I'm glad Wade's doing this because I certainly don't drive this thing no. on the daily. This is like Shane's baby. This is Shane's baby. I mean, his is the only name that's in the intro. Yeah, I do think that there's value in having this out there. So <laughs> it's important to keep doing them. Um, I, <laughs> Rob, you're asking me to confess to something. <laughs> confess to your crimes before that, they happen. Yeah, that my business partner would. I would be most excited to leave work and go golfing, and then because Shane wouldn't be here, and so I would be able oh. to like sneak away. You just take off. But uh, that might just be like a. Yeah, that's just like a personal thing. As far as the business goes, if there's something that I would do that Shane wouldn't approve of, I actually don't think there is anything. Like I think that Shane and I are pretty similarly aligned on our goals. Um, I think there are some things that I want to do with the business, some transitions I want to make and some moves I want to do that he's not ready for. Um, I'm a little more aggressive. Shane's a little more of a planner from what I know, right? Like he likes things to be... He's a little more cautious. Yeah, that's what... Right? I've always been 
a little more reckless. And I, I mean, you cut your thumb off. Cut my thumb off. <laughs> yeah. I was the one who sort of pushed for the store to happen. It was like, let's do it. Let's, let's go. I'm quitting. I'm quitting. Are you quitting? And he was just like, whoa, boy, I don't know. <laughs> How about you quit first and start the store? And then I'll like, I'll... I'll slow play it out and then come spring I'll quit. That's part of the story that Shane never tells. I've heard the story a few times yep. and he, he never mentions that you are the, you're like, I'm quitting now. Yep. I was ready. I was so, I was done with construction. And so it took both of us to do it. I Like I didn't quit until he was like, he was on I board. will quit. I'm going to quit. Yeah. But I was the first one that was like, done doing construction now i'm in the store do you think it was easier for you because you were kind of in that like you already own your own business space yep and i was self-employed so it was also easy for me to like wrap other jobs up while starting on the store and Mm -hmm. so i was working away on the store and then i could bounce over and you know finish casing that one window or that door it was hard for him because he was at a corporate gig he had to be there monday to friday nine to five right so you can't just be there from like nine till three and then pop out do something go back you know what yep. i mean so he his was a little trickier that way but as far as the business goes i think we're we're very similarly aligned i don't think there's anything that i want to do that he wouldn't approve of um we usually chat through it i think he agrees with the ideas that i have he's just like let's just slow your roll man Take some time. Take some time and get this right. And now that he's taken some holidays, he might be like, well, this is actually really, let's just sit in the pocket for a little while and (laughs) take some more vacations. So, And day drinking. Oh, yeah. Day drinking. That's one thing I'm surprised we didn't do. Nope. Somebody asked about that. Corey, my buddy is here. Hola. Scott in Wisconsin, we don't have cocktail rails. That's because we never put our drinks down. That's, that is my theory on cocktail rails. Quickly. You need somewhere to put the empties though. Yeah. Throw them in your neighbor's yard, man. (laughs) Cocktail rails are for quitters. (laughs) Yeah. Funny. Uh, Then Mike Shaheen went into politics. Oh yeah. Trying to, trying to get Wade fired. This is a good one. He's not going to fire me up because this is who wants to see Wade fired up? Trudeau for a third term. <laughs> I don't think that anybody anybody who knows me uh, has no confusion about how I feel about our prime minister. You don't like him, or you do like him? I do not like him. Uh, personally or Yep, personally politically. and politically. I don't like him personally, and I don't like him politically. I think we could maybe just leave it at that in case there's some people that listen to this podcast. That I do. mean, I don't think you're going to offend anybody. Yeah. He's just like, I just think he makes some poor decisions. There are some decisions that he makes that are good. I believe that he handled the start of the pandemic really well. I believe that coming out and announcing the CERB and the benefits for people, I think that that was well done. I think it was executed properly. But boy, leading up to that. It leading was, up to that. It was a real disaster. I think that's one thing that might save him going forward well what about the stuff that's going on right now like his finance minister's in trouble he's like outed for sending millions of dollars to his own family There's, name, a, name a prime minister that hasn't screwed up like that and still been reelected. yeah it's just that like people know his name so he gets yeah it's true just brand recognition that's all it is right <laughs> but he's got great hair so that's it that's all i'm talking about trudeau for 
Oh, what's what's next? Another another, another one from Mike, Mike Shaheen. Shaheen. Pro built rail matters. So Mike loves loves pro built rail. What's pro built rail? For those who don't know, it's an aluminum railing system similar to Regal or Century, but just manufactured by Pro Built. Oh, okay. Um, I don't necessarily love Pro Built. I I think that there are some advantages to it. They absolutely have the stair system figured out. They have a top stair post and a bottom stair post. The railing slides into the post, so it is a much cleaner look. It is a way faster install. Um, they still have the picket system where you, you know, you have to do pickets and spacers and time. stuff. Yeah. And so I, I think the welded panel system is quite a bit better than that. Um, I think it they looks cleaner too. It looks, yeah, it looks a little bit cleaner. Um, ProBuilt doesn't have any railing, like they don't have any colors. Uh, that's not true. They have a Tudor brown that's pretty good. They have like a rich chocolate brown that other systems don't carry, mm-hmm. which I think is good. The truth behind all of this is we started the store and we were looking to add ProBuilt Rail. It was one of the very first rails we wanted because we have a couple contractors here that um, that really like it. Joe and Mike love ProBuilt. Shane's in. <laughs> What's up, Shane? <laughs> um, ProBuilt is now referred to as Vista. So when we first opened the store, we had two guys that were asking us for it. So we reached out to ProBuilt. Yep. We asked them three times if we could purchase their products and not a single effing person called us back or returned an email. Mm, that's the worst. So last year, the ProBuilt rep showed up at the store and walked in and was like, hey, how are you? And I was like, hi, I'm good. How are you? He handed me a brochure and it was Vista. They had changed their name from ProBuilt to Vista. So he hands me a brochure and I was like, oh, Vista Rail. I was like, you guys finally found us. Hey, he finally figured out that we're on the map. I was yeah. like, I... I took the the fact that they wouldn't sell to us in the first year, I took that personally mm-hmm. because I thought that they believed we wouldn't succeed. And so for Vista to put their product in this store, it is going to have to be an astonishing deal. Right. I I'm going to have to make too. double or triple margin of what I would make on the other rails because those guys, they believed in us. They, they helped us. Right. Yeah. And it was like, sure, we'll sell you Regal. Yeah. We'll sell you Century. Here you go. And then good luck. And we put it in and we sold it and it did well. And ProBuilt didn't do that. And it like, it pissed me off. And so that's a hard way to get back in. Right. I think I'm so. I'm not saying they can't get back in. They're just going to have to work a lot. It's going to have to be a sweet deal though. Right. And so that's it. That's what happened with ProBuilt. Um, yep. If they would have just said yes. I don't know that we would have even stocked it, but if they would have said yes, then I wouldn't have that feeling. Like right now you might stock it though, right? Like sure, I would have. Down yep. the line now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because our guys wanted it. Yeah. So anyways, and their stair system is awesome. Yeah. Right. It's awesome. Don't yeah. cross Wade ever. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't cross Wade ever. All right. So let's go back. We'll uh, we'll find out what's going on. do, 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 do. My sister, right on cue, Shane popping in. What do we got going on here? Oh, yeah. Shane's crying, laughing, took your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Happens when you do sneak attack podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) So Shane's mad. He took the the camera adapters and he was like, 
That's what happens when you do a sneak attack podcast. My sister's in right on cue, Shane popping in. Shane pops into a politic discussion. I could have guessed this is how <laughs> it was going to go. Vista you from know, Windsor. Shane is in the Instagram live and he's still talking more. <laughs> they both Wade and I. <laughs> Holy smokes, there's a big delay on this thing. I can't help that. That's the internet. Instagram Live doesn't want us to put anything out there. Owner IT guy. Um, Shane missed the whole steel exchange. Yeah, but he could go back and read about it. Moral of the story, don't cross Wade. Yeah, Steph, there's... Uh, <laughs> it's harder to get back in. Oh, that's what's for that? Sure. <laughs> Shane, Shane <laughs> I signed an agreement to launch ProBuilt next <laughs> yesterday. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Kev, what's up? Mom's here too. Oh, you got mom on. Oh, jeez, everybody's here. Here we go. Okay, so... Pro-built rail lives matter. Um, Mike Shaheen, this is he's for sure into the seventh whiskey at this point. If Wade was dimensional lumber, what size would he be? <laughs> Where are we at with this? If Wade was dimensional lumber, what size would he be? And the Reed man's there. That's my nephew, Reed oh, man. Yeah, everybody's here. We have 13 people. My whole family's in there. This is almost as good as the Paul of France live. Pretty close. Yeah. Carla, call dad. Tell him to get on. We'll be up there. Boom. NFD says I'm a two by seven. Do you have a guess? Do you have an input? I haven't thought about this very much. I have no idea. If I was dimensional lumber, what I would I be? I make videos. Hmm? I make videos. Yeah. <laughs> I... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Shane's got a guess. <laughs> Two by eight, because he's important to find when you need them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. Two by seven. I, so I was going to, I was going to guess uh, probably a two by 10. Because you're uh, large and in charge. And the, the reasoning behind that is it's not like, I'm just not that common. Like oh, yeah. Two by 10 is not as common. Two by six, two by eight is a lot more common. Uh, but a two by 10 is like, when it's there, it's there. It's not common, but like, <laughs> when you need one, it's there, right? right it's yeah. like heavier, it supports more. It's like, but like, I don't support a lot of people. <laughs> I'm not the friendliest guy in the world, but the ones that I, I am friends with, or yeah. like I, I'm friends with them. Like I mean, you support loyally. a lot. You support a lot of people now. Think about all the people that you have under. Right, and under I'm loyal to them. Yeah, but they make me mad, and it's like not good. Fall off the deck. Die. <laughs> <laughs> why? Die. Right. Die. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Two by seven. I see why he's doing this for sure. Two by eight. Two by seven because of your thumb? Yeah, two by seven. Two by seven, 17. Minus one for your thumb. Two by nine it is. So, okay. So, so it would be a big, long two by seven. Yep, that's me. Two by six, rough cedar. Weathered. Great. <laughs> Smells decent if you scratch them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Colin with two, two by two never stays straight. <laughs> that's right. Not on the straight and narrow very often. That's for sure. All right, next question. Weathered and gray. gray. Yep. Thanks, Shane. She's in there. He's taking shots from oh, the yeah. road. Um, nope, I already did that one. What was the next one? Eric, my buddy Eric from Montreal. This one was good. Doo -doo -doo. 
Punk. If Deck Expo is going virtual, what should we do instead? I like, I don't know. What I do think is that Deck Expo shouldn't go virtual. It's going to be poorly attended. Nobody's going to watch it. The guys that are launching things are going to, like, they're not going to get the bang for their buck. They need to find a different way to, like, launch new products. And, yeah, I just, like, virtual virtual trade shows, are. that's not the answer. They don't work. I've, like, my wife does a bunch of conventions, and she hasn't done one this year, but we've watched them all, and they're... It's all no one's there. Why would you watch that? I'm gonna just gonna sit in front of my camera and show my shit. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't think I don't know what the answer is, Eric. I have no idea what we should do. But I do know that we shouldn't do a virtual deck expo. It's better not to. Yep. And just be like, we're taking the year off. Yeah. Come back next year with some even cooler right. stuff. Yep. So I don't know. Maybe go to Hawaii. Hawaii's got a thing going on now, so you can go to Hawaii on vacation, right? You have to take a COVID test, and as long as it was 72 hours before you landed, you can enter Hawaii with a clean COVID test. Yeah. So I'm going to Hawaii this winter. I I will absolutely do that. I just, like, I can't not go away in the winter. Oh, you need to go somewhere? Have to, because winter's awful here. Mm -hmm. It's long and cold and brutal. It's brutal. And if it's anything like last winter, that might be the last one I ever spend in this province. Man, last winter. Wasn't that bad? Yes, it was. You didn't. January, all of January. I worked outside for years. January and February was awful. They were cold. Awful. It was, it was minus 40 from January like 5th until February 28th. Mm -hmm. The whole time. Worst months ever. Also, oddly enough, probably the worst place to start a boutique deck store. Yeah. And I think it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm aging and getting grumpier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always been this awful. Do your knees I hurt more? Yes. And my back. Because of the cold? Yeah, my thumb. You realize you hit a certain age when you start talking about your joints are cold. Oh, I think it's getting cold out. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, oh. Colin wins. No, Shane wins. Weathered and gray. Shane wins the comment about what type of wood I am. Shane says Colin wins because I'm... Not straight two by two. Um, Precision Dex says, we solved this problem yesterday. Top secret coming soon. Let's hope. Virtual trade shows. Shane says, virtual trade shows are the speechless radio. Yeah, exactly. It's brutal. Sit on your deck in your parka. Yeah, Colin True Builder says, I should just sit on my deck in my parka. No dice. So I went, I was in Moose Jaw the other day and... uh, they were having like one of their like amateur baseball okay. things going on. Yeah. And everybody, they weren't allowing people to sit in the stands. Mm. So everybody just parked their trucks around the ball fence yep. and built like small decks up with chairs so they could watch into the field and stay apart. Wow. I thought it was really interesting. Intuitive, right? I, yep. Deck parade. a virtual deck parade coming right up um this is the last one from mike shahini must have fallen asleep right after this i should have timed i should have checked the timestamp on these messages he was like they were so close together 
Wade leaves Saskatoon traveling 120 kilometers an hour with 54 Trex clamshell boards on. What time... Where did we go? What time does he arrive in Regina? Trick question. No one knows because Wade is never on time. And that's exactly true. I am... I am... uh, I don't know what the right. We're gonna have to restart is. the podcast. Oh damn! We missed it. Restarting. We're gonna restart. Where do I go? Just hit delete. Delete the video. Delete that video. This way. Live. This way. And we're back. Okay. Um, I don't know what the description is. I don't know how I would describe. Um how I'm so late all the time, but I am like constantly notoriously like I am always late. Always. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I mean, you were late today. Late for this. I'm I late for this. I'm late for golf. I'm late for things that are important. I'm late for things that are not important. I go to the dentist late. Is that a scheduling thing? I don't know. I've had lots of people tell me that it's like uh, people that are, often late for things is because they're always trying to fit more stuff in than, than they can. Right. And they're Mm -hmm. like, they have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations about what they can get done and what, you know, and so they're just like constantly trying to do more than they should. And it should just be like, it's this time. Now I, it's okay to have five minutes of downtime because then you'll be early at the other thing. Mm -hmm. So don't start a new thing that you think will take five minutes. Turns out takes 20 and then you're late and you're 15 minutes late. Right. Right. So that's what I do. I am always trying to squeeze in the very last thing and then I end up being late for stuff. Yeah. Like today I woke up, showered, was ready to go and was like, it was 20 to seven or 20 to eight. Sorry. And the podcast supposed to start at eight takes me 10 to 15 minutes to drive here. I was like, I should leave right now. Then I would be there early. Yeah. But I was like, well, but I don't have coffee. I should make coffee. So then I make coffee. Well, that took 10 minutes to run through the, the thing mm-hmm. and then i drove here and i was late now like there we are late for the podcast because i tried to make coffee i should have just left but i wanted the coffee anyways always late so always 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 late yeah so you wouldn't make it to regina <laughs> i would math question i wouldn't make it to regina i'd be stuck in davidson golfing um then okay did anybody no no more everybody's everybody's in yeah sean stefan so Steph, somebody lied to me about a tea time the other day. They told me my tea time was at 12.20. And I showed up at the course at 12.17, walked up to the tea box, set my clubs down on the tea box, pulled the ball out and was like, okay, let's go. And they're like, oh no, the tea time's actually 12.50, but you're here when you're supposed to be. I was pissed. So the first time you show up on time. I was still on time for golf. It was golf. That's what I mean though. (laughs) They told you 12.20. They gave me a 30 minute window. Because you were going to be late. They are, yep, they know I'm late all so the that's time. That's what you need to do is you need to start. <laughs> habitually. Absolutely, Aiden. I am habitually late. That is exactly correct. So, yeah. <laughs> God, <love>. God. <laughs> God bless that person. Now Sean's going to do that. But I can get in and check that T-sheet. So, um, Questions? Another question. Oh, because I restarted, all of these things have been. Do you think? 
Yeah, look at them. They're all open again. Oh, okay. Okay, so Sherwood Park asked a question. This is when he got fired up and started shooting them off. This question, does Shane know that you're doing this? He does now. (laughs) He didn't. He didn't even know last night. Yeah. I feel like he would have said something. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um Yeah, and because that he didn't know we were doing this, yeah, we didn't have all the equipment because Shane stole it. Yeah. But that's okay. We're making do. We we taped it to the we taped it to the stuff. Taped it to the stand. All right. Our this is a good one. Are sales up or down with Wade at the helm? Mm. They're down. They're down? Yep. How down? Not very much. I don't blame myself because if we recall, I was the one in the store for the first two years. When they were up. Pretty good at sales. I'm like a pretty good sales guy. It's one of my stronger things is actually like selling. Uh, not showing up on time. That's not a strong suit of mine. But once you're here. Once I'm here though, whoa, I get the wheels turning. Things are going. Uh, what I can tell you for sure, Colin, is that I don't watch the numbers as far as like what sales are doing near as much as Shane. He could tell you where we were at mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell you that because I don't, I don't watch that. I watch like the customers that come in and I interact with the employees a lot more. And I make sure that that stuff is all like flowing properly. Right. I don't, I always have a pretty good sense of how sales are going or are not going based on customer flow just and like traffic. A feeling. Yep. Just a feeling, right? Um, I don't watch the numbers as much as, as Shane does. So is, Never is, have. is it, you just feel that it's slow? It is slow. It yeah. is slow. Yep. Like it's on, August. It's August. Everybody's on holidays. Yep. Shane hasn't taken a holiday in four years and even he's on holidays. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. I mean, everybody should be shut down in August. Yes. Not shut down, but like... You know what I mean. You expect it to be slower. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I, yep, I absolutely expect it to be slower at this time of year. Um, so he's gone. I'm gone next week. And then when September happens and everybody comes back and it and it starts again. Yeah. And so that's okay. We, we've gone through this forever. I also was talking to Shane yesterday and um, when we were texting back and forth, we had said the whole year is a month off. Like usually it's a little bit slower in kind of end of July, early August. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the season has been a, a month off. Right. And it's just like it started a month later and May and June went like crazy, but July was crazy as well. And it's July is never crazy. Mm-hmm. So now August is slow. It's like, okay, well maybe August will be slow and maybe September will be kind of slow too. And then depending on when the snowfall is, where it gets a little risky. You don't want September to be slow because there's always possibility of snowfall in october right period yeah need a long fall in this industry um so hopefully september picks up a little bit and then october is strong again if we get any time in november that's a bonus so um sales are down but i don't blame myself shocking (laughs) do you think the hot weather is gonna like this last week has been boiling in regina it was unbelievable yeah 30 so what was it? We we had like an average temperature of 34 or 35 degrees mm-hmm. this last week. So it's like a, what, 100 Fahrenheit? About that, yeah. Blech. Do you think that's going to like 
preamble people like get them pumped up being like oh man it's so hot i wish i could have been outside nope i nope. think when it gets that hot people are just done they're just like i want a pool and i want an air conditioner mm. so i don't think people think yeah i wish i was laying on a deck it's like i wish i was in the shade <laughs> you could sell more pergolas when it's right? that hot out need those toy grids holy man it was bad brutal all right comments we got a couple what do we got for comments up here Mm, god bless that person duly noted on the timing yeah you bet make sure you do that uh i tried to enter some questions but then saw mike's replies and was like ah it's already gonna be a shit show i'll leave this alone (laughs) fair enough why does that happen come on you can do it wade Precision construction at Shane. The shit show comment was dead on. Thanks for the worldly news segment. That's Bryce's. (laughs) Yeah, the worldly news was bad. Bad. Yeah, it started it off. Uh, Aiden construction. He says it's same there. It slowed right down. Plus there's a bunch of fires out on the West Coast. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Eric, that is your normal summer weather. The 34, 35. That's that in Quebec? Yep. Ugh. Just outside of Montreal. That's too much. It's way too hot. I hate I, the heat. Well, I don't hate the heat. I just dislike. I talked when to it's people about hot. this yesterday and it was like I actually think I prefer minus forty over plus forty. And so mm-hmm. as much as I hate cold, I talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. I think that you can dress for <clears throat> yeah. excuse me. I 100%. think you can dress for yeah. minus forty. It's hard to dress for the wind. When it's minus 40 and windy, you can't dress for that. It's like you just die. But if it's if it's just the temperature is minus 40, you can put on lots of layers and you can and you can be warm. You can still dress for that. Yep. Plus 40, you can't take enough clothes off. No. I have a built-in fat layer under my skin and that's awful. I can't get rid of that. You need a pool. I need a pool. Yeah. Degree weeks plus fires. Yep. That's right. Not not good gross okay um and then colin from windsor plywood where's the wood uh i watched your stories it's in your yard i i know exactly (laughs) where the wood is i can't get any treated lumber because windsor plywood's rolling semi loads of treated ply like treated lumber into their yard did you see this no yeah so pump the brakes there big shoots i know exactly where the lumber is it's in edmonton not here just gonna have to do like a covert tracks from tracks from rob tracks yeah is downstairs he's here <laughs> Wait, yeah he came to talk to me oh now well he's in here um we only have a few more questions to go one two three four five more this is taking way longer than i thought it was going to 58 minutes m dizzle where is he at right here m dizzle 720 what is the best method to create a safe, clean, maintenance-free zone when building a low-raised deck. I've read this question six or seven times, and I don't understand it. Safe, clean, maintenance-free zone. So, like, you have a low deck, and you don't want to clean under it. You think so? Okay, so... What do you what do put you some do? paper like put some landscaping fabric down and then put crusher dust or rock on top of that and then build your deck and it'll be a nice clean free area under there yeah uh, 
Why? So I don't That's know. That's a weird if question. I don't understand this. And it maybe if you comment in this M Dizzle, if you like, if you send us a message, I'll reply to it with some more elaboration. At first, I read it like, how do you create a nice, clean, low deck? And it's like, well, just do it as one tier. If you make multiple tiers, the stairs are in the way and you, you burn up valuable square footage. So just make a low deck that's all one tier. Mm-hmm. And if you want it to feel like multiple rooms, use the deck boards to do that, right? Change the shape and space by putting breaker boards in and stuff. Then I thought, well, no, maybe he's maybe they're talking about when you're building the deck, how do you create a safe, clean work zone? It's like, oh, well, that's probably pretty easy. Just like get in the habit of picking your tools up when you're done with your tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people, Shane, are awful at this. They like, they they use a tool and as soon as they're done with it, it's like boom, on, on the, the ground. ground right beside them. And that is immediately the worst way to do things. It's awful. Because then when I go to use that tool, I don't know where it is. He doesn't know where it is. It's not in the spot. It needs to be in the spot, which is mm-hmm. either in your pouch or in the trailer on the shelf or blah, blah, blah. So I thought, how do you do that? Well, you, you have a safe, clean work area by doing that. But then the maintenance-free thing got me and was like, no, I just do composite. So uh, two by six framing over top of crusher dust, one level, not many stairs. Use a good composite with a 25-year fade and stain warranty at least so you can pressure wash it off. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about like paver, yeah. concrete pavers or anything like that. Yeah, Sean Stefan might be watching this, so pavers are the devil. Pavers are the devil. <laughs> Deck everything. <laughs> Don't buy any stones. Stay away from stone. Yeah, I, here's what I know. If you drop a glass on a on a paver patio, you likely don't have that glass again. Mm. It's broken. If you drop that thing on a deck, there's a chance it survives. Yep, there's it's not a, a good one, but it's better than if it lands on concrete. So, pavers are the devil. Chains uh, snapping, snap it back here. <laughs> Shane says, "I like to leave my tools exactly where I stopped using them. <laughs> Sometimes still engaged in the screw I was driving. Even yes, this happens. It is. It's pretty comical, actually. Uh, yeah. So here we are. Trex Westcan is commenting on there. He's watching from our showroom, which I I did know." Fraser texted me and was like, Rob from Trex is here. Um, not every customer, but sure there's some answer to that is pavers. <laughs> yeah, well, I just went over that. Why you wouldn't do that? Uh, clean looking, safe, add rails. Yeah, you could add some rails to it, right? Like, that's always a good... Rails are a little bit safe. Shane does leave his tools everywhere. Shane does leave his... You're going to end that with Shane leaves his tools everywhere. Shane leaves his tools everywhere. Uh az as dash as dash friend of the show he comments quite a bit on our stuff he's hanging azek fascia up to decking will there will there problems later because of trap moisture so he's hanging decking hanging fascia up to decking so the way i read that is the decking overhangs the frame by an inch and a half and the fascia slides up underneath that Mm -hmm. i think that is the proper watershed weight like i think that's the proper way to do that for watershed um i doubt there will be any moisture issues on your rim joist between your fascia and your rim joist i think that should be fine some people will run their fascia up flush with the surface of the decking, cut the decking flush with the framing and then run the fascia up beside it. 
as our like table the, like is. Like this table. The way the table's done. Yeah. So I think if you do it like this, then you possibly run into some moisture issues. You should likely put a little bit of extra like water protection on your outside room choice. Overlap. Okay. Just think of like water pouring down a waterfall. Just overlap it. It should be fine like that. Moisture in your trap. Uh, <laughs> Shane says moisture in your trap is the worst. You're right. And when it's 35 out, there's lots of moisture in your trap. Uh, Scott from Precision says, leave the track saw still on the line, Shane. Uh, we, we that made happens. It, we made it an hour and four minutes before track saws were mentioned. Track saw. <laughs> uh, yep, he has. He has absolutely cut a line and walked away from it with the track saw still on there. I can, I can say that for sure. TC Dex. Should I embrace my silver fox beard or diet? That's an easy question, isn't it? Right? Diet. <laughs> no, absolutely do not diet. Uh, salt and pepper. That's the thing. Everybody loves salt and pepper. Drives the ladies crazy. That's right. Right? Uh, salt and pepper is the way to go. I think, had I known how much better I would look with salt and pepper hair, I would have started dyeing my hair gray at 17. Did you used to dye your hair? No. No, you well, never dyed true. it. I have dyed my hair. Blonde. Eminem frosted tips. When I played hockey, <laughs> I used to dye my hair. Uh, but I have never dyed my hair black. I started going gray pretty early. I was in my mid-20s, I think, when I first started going gray. And I, at that point, was like, I am not interested in spending the rest of my life dealing with this. Mm -hmm. I just like gray is whatever. It's natural. I don't care. I'm going to grow it. And so I did. Makes you look wise. Yeah. Or something. Yep. So here we are. I have gray hair. So you're you're late for everything, but early on the gray. I was pretty early on going gray. <laughs> yep. Um, and then this is the last question. It wasn't in the comments or anything, but Sherwood Park asks, "What's the wood shortage in Saskatchewan?" It's just all of it. It's uh, it's nationwide. I actually think it's like, I think it's international. I believe that the U.S. is short on treated lumber. It's like we're just short on everything. It'd be nice to have a little more inventory. We are getting some stuff slowly. It's kind of trickling in. So we're able to, you know, kind of keep turning. But mm -hmm. if I was able to walk out there and pick our inventory level, I I would change it. It would be a little bit. I'd have more product on You'd the have ground. have more product. Just a little bit. Um, I don't know that we're losing a bunch of jobs because of it right now. Uh, but we're certainly losing some. I've had like, yeah. I've had some people walk in and just be like, sorry, I need that now. And so I'm leaving and then they do. And then they post a picture on Instagram and it's like, here's my deck I built. And it's like, God damn, that's like, right. I wish that's we too bad. Yep. So deck boards are killing us. So I see the, uh, your family's yeah, chiming in chiming about in. your frosted tips. Finally. Yeah. Well, I caught, I came clean on that. I can't, she, was it was it blonde? Was it so all blonde or just frosted tips? My mom and my sister were like, dude, mom and I are here. We both know the truth. Hashtag frosted tips. And I absolutely did do frosted tips. Why when I played hockey, I dyed my hair blonde. And then there was a stretch in high school where I dyed, I had frosted tips. My sister and I, she would like I'd put a skull cap on and she would like spear my head. Do you remember those? Yeah, things? I remember those things. On? Yeah. And they're like little hook and loop thing and you jab it in. And it's like if we were fighting, she was a little more aggressive. I'd like get cuts in my scalp. She so redid it oh, a few times. This is like <laughs> yeah, that was how she got even with me. Um it's not a shortage on lumber. 
Shane says it's not a shortage on lumber. The forests are still there. <laughs> <laughs> they are still there. Um, Kevin from NFDI did frosted tips. Colin True Builders says there's a shortage on lumberjacks. That's probably true. Yep. It's likely not wrong. And then Shane says, remember when us and our frosted tips started our band called B44? Those were the days. B44. That's a that's a throwback band. <laughs> Canadian <laughs> Canadian band. They're Canadian. Were they? Yeah. I don't know who B44 is. Oh, they sung this really weird song that somehow got on young children's television shows. Oh, yeah. About going down on each other. No. Yeah. If you get down on me, I'll get down on you. Holy smokes. Yep. That was not us. I did not do that. No. (laughs) Okay. That's it. An hour and 10 minutes. It provides basically no value. Some insight into my life. Um... Do you have anything? Do you have any? Do you have any questions? I don't have any questions or any. We got way questions? we got way more questions than I was expecting. Me too. So I was just like, well, um, I don't need to. It's for the fans. <laughs> See. Okay. <laughs> Lots of these guys actually know who B four four was, right? Uh, I'm surprised Kevin, with your frosted tips. Before the street lights go out, yeah. Uh, Trex from West Can. Did you ever perm the back like a real man? I never. I never permed my hair that I can recall. I know that I had some friends that did it. Um, I may have curled it a little bit because my sister probably had curlers and I was maybe interested in it, but my hair is naturally curly. So I never had to do that. It was like, if I leave it, if I let it go long enough, it curls. The hockey hair. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have to, like it came out of the ear holes in the helmet and off the back yeah. and it curled all by itself. Yeah. So I didn't have to perm it. I love how Rob from Trex is asking you questions, even though he's waiting downstairs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Keep doing the podcast. Vinyl guys. Wade and Bryce, best podcast <laughs> ever. This is fun being on this. Effing painful to watch, but enjoyable. Uh, and then Kev was like, what's up, vinyl guys? So these guys are now going to just start chatting. Uh, that's a wrap. Is that it? I think that's it. An hour and 10 minutes. Uh it's pretty good. I don't know that I would do this all the time by myself. We could get better. It's, it's the Wade and Bryce show. Hopefully Shane takes some more vacations and we'll actually really get after this. We'll thing. get like three or four in the, yeah, we'll do one, one a day for a week Ooh. <laughs> in the winter time. Um, okay. Well, should we wrap this up? Do I, yeah. just, do I start I it low? Start it low. Start it low. Push the button. And See you next week. We're going to wrap this up. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Brought to you by the Ultimate Deck Shop. Shop with us at www.ultimatedeckshop.com or check us out at all the social networks we can keep up with. Hit us up for any collaboration or sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.